Drake is always here on that shit. Like the wishing well, got the wishing well. Hey, uh-huh. they be telling me niggas want to tell. Oh. Hey, oh. wow, got it in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> got it in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not a hard right. <laughs> Definitely said, not a hard right. She said, "Got it in the mail." <laughs> what's popping people what's good what's popping what's tea people welcome back to welcome back another dope ass podcast i'm your boy Brent tarantino and i'm kate Bettle. we rocking that thing finna go and get it started straight up how y'all what's been happening? what you been up to how was your weekend you know to be honest um my weekends in june are just work related so how you do work <laughs> Huh? All you do is work? That's all I do. We ain't got, like, usually with the type of work I do, I we get one weekend off a month. Mm-hmm. So, uh, June, though, since it's, like, our biggest month or whatever, mm-hmm. as far as sales are concerned, we, we don't get a weekend off. So, everybody literally just, right. like, damn, at the, at the fucking stores, like, literally. Yeah. Damn. Well, you miss money. Yeah, but you only get the same hours. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like every now and then, I want to hit up a day party too. That's facts. But the thing is, <laughs> the, the, the thing about it is, I will say this: it was a rainy ass weekend. It was. So you, you didn't miss a whole heap of a lot. But I feel where you're coming from. Like if you did want to have that moment, where if you did want to step out real quick yeah. and do something one time or whatever, you you, you called could've... me yesterday and you out enjoying yourself, and I was at work. That's facts. <laughs> That's facts. And how was that? The event was cool. Um, it was it was it was a cool little get out. Uh, Tell them where you went to. So I went to a spot called Encore. It's a hookah spot uh, that's downtown, right across from uh, it's right near Sweet Lounge, right across from the Georgia Aquarium. Oh, he's by me. Um, yeah, that's why I was asking. I'm like, yeah, I'm over here in the area. You know what I'm saying? Pull up. Yeah. You know we over here, but um. But yeah, so it was cool. Uh, my uh, line brother and uh, one of my other brothers, they have something together called Soul Food Sunday. So every Sunday they will have uh, like a brunch event at this place called Bone Lick, which is all, which is uh, is downtown. Mm-hmm. But um, here this time, this is the first time they actually had it at this lounge at Encore. So it was a, it was a good little turnout, especially for it to be uh, a rainy day. And right. it was like like I said, it was pretty much raining all weekend. Good little turnout, good music, good vibes. They had fifteen dollar uh, bottomless mimosas, and they was coming That's out cheap. about a, coming out about a, and I was coming, I'm talking about the pictures, like coming out about the pictures, fifteen dollar pictures, uh, like yeah. yeah, bottomless. That they had ten dollar hookahs, so it was about ten, fifteen hookahs at one table and shit. Damn, um, that food, like a good time. Food was decent. Yeah, it was a good little vibe. It was a good little vibe. It, it wasn't. I wouldn't necessarily say it was lit, but it was more so like chill. The weather, I think, kind of brought everybody more on some chill kind of. Trying to congregate, catch up and shit right. kind of vibe. So it was cool though. Um, other than that, I was dog sitting uh, my 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 parents' dog uh, this weekend and your brother, my little brother. Yep, yeah, Kingston. What's Kingston. Oh, yeah, Kingston. Yep, and um, yeah, that's about it. That's 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 all that really popped off for me. But, well, you know, uh, the weekends are always either a toss up or you gonna have a good time. So mine was one of them toss-ups because I was at work. Now, I could have went out after work, but like you said, it's rainy. Don't nobody want to do nothing for real. Right. You know, like, yeah. you just want to go home, kick back, watch Netflix. See, and I was, that's, <laughs> right, that's what I was on Saturday. I was on some real Netflix and chill. I was just trying to binge and catch up on stuff. I, right. You know, catching up on, I need to watch or whatever. And that's what gets us into our first topic, yep. talking about, uh, what's her name, Ava DuVernay? Mm-hmm. 
So her she, docuseries? Yeah, so she came out with a docuseries called When They See Us. And, of course, that is, if you did know, and I'm not going to lie to you, I was born in 89. I didn't know. And this, of course, happened in 89. I didn't know about this story, per se. And I'll be honest, <laughs> like, they don't, you know, I, I they don't really teach stories like this in schools. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't. They, you know, like, it's only, there's only a certain level, like, that you get in public schools. I, I feel like they go in right in at, like, the civil rights movement. They kind of damn near skip slavery. Like, they hit slavery for Oh, they definitely skip slavery. Like, I, I, I caught, like, a quick second of it. They only had, like, the, you know, like, that one same diagram they show of, like, how packed the, sh- the slave we, ships we, were. We can't say public schools, period, because I don't know what they do up north, but in the south. In the south. Sure. Well, yeah, in the south. Sure. What I experienced in the south, they don't teach that shit. So it's like the main thing you really get is like the civil rights movement. You hit like, you know what I'm saying, uh, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X. You hit, you know what I'm saying, Rosa Parks. You hit, you know what I'm saying, you hit the yeah. the, 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 the main. The, you okay? Good Lord. Get your. Ooh. But no, even like with Malcolm X, they always make it seem like Malcolm X was the bad guy. Right. And then you grow up and you learn more. You're like, what the fuck? Like, to be honest with you, you really realize that you're more like Malcolm than, than, than Martin. You Martin do. was on that peaceful shit when us, we really yeah, like, yo, fuck that shit. Fuck you, Let's my fight. nigga. That's What's right. Good. So that, I think that's why they, another thing, they try to push you more towards Martin's side and they try to make Yeah, like this Malcolm is how it like should that. be. Right. Nah, Malcolm was woke. Like Malcolm Marcus was not Martin, saying Martin wasn't, but Malcolm was ready and, and on 10. He had been through everything. This nigga had, you know what I'm saying? To see where he went through, period, whatever. But anyway. He gained knowledge. Right, he gained a hell of knowledge. So um, let's talk about the series. So, uh, like I said, it goes, uh, it, it follows um, Ava DuVernay. She came up with. Uh, I meant to tell you, I actually, I don't know how, but I knew about this. You know, the yeah. Central Park Five. But you got to think about it. I'm also a history buff, so it's okay. just like I I like learning like little artifacts and things like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't really remember how I know about this story. Mm-hmm. But I knew about it, mm-hmm. and I remember um, it was Donald Trump was involved mm-hmm. back in the day. So go ahead. I I don't know how I know that, but I know it. So you had uh, what was it? Five uh five gentlemen: Corey mm-hmm. Wise, Kevin Richardson, uh, Antron McCray. Uh, Yusuf Salam and Raymond Santana, they were all uh, basically like found guilty of a crime that they did not commit. Um, they were pretty much in uh, what park were they in? Central Park. They were in Central Park, just kind of having fun, like you know what I'm saying. Everybody just kicking shit, like everybody just having fun, like you know, kids just being kids. Yeah. And um, there was a white woman uh, nearby who was assaulted uh, on the other side. On the other right, on the other side of the park who was raped, um, attacked, uh, you know what I'm saying, like I guess bludgeoned with some type of object because there was a lot of blood everywhere. So, of course, there were some black people in the park. Um, Let's pretty much just put all these, let's go out and look out for all these black niggas and Search them all, see what we can put on them or whatever, and let's well, solve this case. They, yeah, it's the way they like pulled up from the series. It's like when they pulled up, of course people are gonna start running. Like we don't hear nothing but bad things about you guys. Right. Of course we about to break out and start running. So it's just like they found whoever was like one of the slow. You know what I'm saying? Like they first one they can catch, the slowest yes. one out of the groups. Like yeah, and just was like yeah, this it. But go ahead, go ahead. And so, um, Linda Fairstein, Fairstein, whatever the hell her name is, whatever, 
She was like the head prosecutor who was like pretty much like gung ho, like trying to go after these black men or black boys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all of them, like just like you said, it was like a group of them. Um, at first they had rounded up, and then they just start going out like individually. And that, that and that was the thing in the in the in like when I was watching it, I thought like it was gonna be on some shit. Like they at least knew each other. When yeah. I when, when I when I heard about like the five of them, I was like, okay, like they friends, they all knew each other. When I was watching the the docu series, I was like, yo, these niggas didn't even know who each, who yeah, none of you saw. Each other Only people who knew each other was two. That was Yusuf and that was Corey, which was fucked up with Corey shit too. I know I'm kind of going ahead. Stupid, so hold on, I'm going wait, a little wait. bit. I'm going too far. Slow down. Okay. But slow with down. her, it's just a simple fact that out the gate. Yeah. This bitch jumped off the court and was ready to just blame somebody. Yeah. Like, she had her heart. Like, the fact that they sat there and she pretty much just was like, no, we, we have to jump ahead so it coincides with each other. Right. And it's like, to be honest, like, you're you're a shitty, you're a shitty prosecutor because you're doing, you're, you're not even doing, you're not even giving the victim true justice. You're just locking anybody up. They work so hard. To prove that innocent people were guilty, that they allowed the real person to go free, and was doing other attacks. <laughs> like was still doing how other attacks. Stupid, are you? Like had they? I mean, they had supposedly like blood or whatever. Uh, like the none of the blood from these guys match. They had like a suppose. I think they had like semen in a sock or some shit. Mm. None of that shit matched them. None of the, none of the boys, but. She was forcing the police officers, and and I ain't lying to you. The port, the police officers didn't, ha- they didn't have to be broke that bad. They was going right along with they it. They was with it. They were going so hard on these boys, making these niggas like change stories, practically like feeding them what they wanted them to say. Cause one of the detectives died. For real? Mm-hmm. Like yesterday, I think, mm. from cancer and stuff. Mm. I don't like ugly. Okay, like it's karma, karma coming back on these niggas. Yep, and it's a quinky dink that right after this shit came out, motherfucking kicked the bucket on us. All of a sudden, now when when they see us, and came out, now he died. I'm but, not saying it's think a about it with her too, like like they um dropped her book deal or her publishing or something. Well, like yeah, that. she she was getting a whole bunch of flat. Like you know, social media was coming at her. Like hell yeah, from black Twitter to regular Twitter to Facebook to mm-hmm. Instagram, everybody was just coming at her, just just going at her, bro. Like just I'm talking about like just berating this woman, which of course she fucking deserves. Like you know what I'm she saying? Did. Like you you. You went so hard on these innocent black boys, like who didn't do. I'm black. I'm sorry, black and brown, because there was a, a Latino in the mix. So it's like you was going so hard on these guys, on these boys, or whatever, and, and they even, were innocent the whole entire time. And it's like when you really watch this shit, it was like the first. I I didn't even know how I was gonna make it through the very first episode. I'm like, I can't. It's, it was far. I'm sorry, we we jumped ahead. It's four episodes. I think they're all about roughly an hour each. I think the last one is probably maybe an hour twenty or some shit. It's like mm-hmm. a little bit longer than the other ones. But it's like the first the first one is like it was like really tough to watch. Like these look they were, they they look like I mean the actors first of all these these actors, these little boy kid actors, they are like phenomenal. They did like a really good ass job portraying this bringing out their the emotions and said that it um 
he had to he he has to seek help because of what the role mentally yeah it's yeah I, I I can imagine it's 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 an emotional roller coaster I can only but imagine they would need help after this jumping away like going back even with Linda it's just like she even worked hard now to say if you talk to them you won't get anything out of me because mm-hmm. she like if if they would have talked to her she would have pitted against them so hard mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying it would have been back like it was that the public would have been leaving like they probably would have got locked up even more with social media right if they would have had this chance to view her story as like what happened mm-hmm. but the fact that Ava got it like that's so dope that's so dope I'm surprised she ain't I know it's eventually she gonna come out and she gonna try to sue she probably gonna try to sue Netflix and Ava DuVernay and probably Shout the whole thing Cause of all the of all her like distress she's probably had since the shit that came out, but it's like, lady, yeah. like karma, bitch. What do you expect? Like when the shits come out, like and you you were the main part, you were the main reason why these boys, these innocent boys, were thrown in jail, in prison. I'm sorry for like what? Like most of them had like eight or nine years, like innocent, like didn't do shit, and they had to spend time no, in jail, bro. Right? Like what the fuck? I couldn't even imagine. So it's like it was hard to watch the first episode because it was just, it was just like, you just see like these kids like just being like, what? Who is this? What are you talking about? Who, 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 who is that? I don't know who this is. Why you want me to say this? And even and right, they may just making these niggas just say whatever. You want to go home, right? You want to go home, right? You want to see your family, right? But hitting hitting these niggas, beating these niggas up. Even with the, even with the dad. Oh, the that dad, pissed me off, bro. The fact that these guys didn't even know, like, you picked the poorest families you could. These guys didn't even know that they could have representation. At so all. So they in there just fucking going off along with what you said. No one the, asked for a lawyer. The saddest part about that to me was this dad was literally doing what he thought was best for his right, son. Right, But literally setting him up. Setting him up. Ain't that some it shit? It was a bitch. Think about yeah. the twist to that. It was. That's some shit. Right. And so the the simple fact because he thinking that he thinking on a black man he's like listen police yeah, they can do, do any, it and we right, be good right he's like they like and they, they can do it against they you. can do anything to us they can like kill us they can harm us they can do whatever they want to tell tell them what they want to hear so we can get the fuck These up out of here lost good years of their lives mm-hmm. rotten good years like from something that like you think didn't about it do. think about it bro your twenties is probably like the best your, your the best years you probably you go, the best decade yeah you really do. So it's like they really had to spend all of their twenties, most majority of their twenties, in jail, in prison. That's sad. They came out, you know what I'm saying, like probably at the end of their twenties or like, you know what I'm saying. So it's like they had to be in jail the whole time. So it's like to so so that was the first episode of them as kids. Um, I forget. I think the second episode was like them actually in jail, like mm-hmm. just kind of them just like showing that process, right? Showing that process or whatever. The third was more so like them getting out. Everybody kind of getting. Which part is it that Corey went to go testify and actually got put in there? Which episode is that? He got put in where? Didn't didn't Corey get arrested so, too for just going to? So that was on the him? that was on the first episode. So you Uh-oh. so the only people that knew each other out of these files was was Yusuf and Corey. Corey went just off of the humbug just because he was like, yo, like my mama, you know, think about if you with your home girl or whatever. Like, Tay, just think you with Tay or whatever. Some bitch, some, Tay mama look at you crazy if you just left Tay somewhere by herself. Right. Or let Tay go somewhere by herself. So instantly, you're going to be like, well, shit, you know, 
I'm gonna go with her. You know what I'm saying? That's my that's my that's my homegirl. Like you know it, you know like you right. thinking you just riding with them just to make sure they good or whatever. This nigga wasn't even there. Ain't have shit to do with it for real at all. Like that only that nigga was even in the park. He wasn't even part of the shit at all. He just went head, down there just to be with his friend, just to be a good ass friend. This nigga got the most time out of everybody. This nigga had like twelve years, and because he was sixteen at the fucking time, he got tried as a fucking adult. So these this nigga as a sixteen year old was in that bitch with like real motherfucking real criminals, killers. real killers, real ass nigga. This nigga was in high school. This and I'm sorry, dude. This nigga was, but that one thing about him, I think he was like in the seventh grade. But yeah, the thing about him too, though, like he was sixteen, but him, like he had, he was like kind of like slow. I think they say he had like a hearing impairment, which made him like talk. You know, when you when yeah, you have kind of yeah. hearing impairment, you you talk a little off because you can't hear. You know, you're not you can't hear what exactly. You're I can't really explain it right, but you dialect yeah, or ex- exactly. Thank you. That's yeah. what. I, thank you. That's what I'm trying to say. So it's like he because of that he wasn't like going to school that much. He was kind of like ashamed and he just didn't. You know, he wasn't in school that much. But still, it was just like you have this boy who's technically supposed to be in school that's in prison with grown ass men, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years old who didn't did God knows what. So the last episode, the fourth episode was, you know, off of him. Just only focused on Corey. Hopefully somebody protected them. What do you mean? In jail. Well, that's the thing. So, well, yeah, you didn't finish watching it. Mm-hmm. Are you going to finish it? I'm, I'm still mad at the, the four, first four to five minutes I watched. Because if you're not going to finish it, I won't. I'll go ahead and tell you. Like, tell I'm going to finish it, but I, I have to take breaks. Okay, so there's... He, There's he, levels to this shit. He has he has certain people. He has a specific person that looks out for him here and there. But for the most part, this boy, he... Man, he goes through it, but He went through it. I mean, all of them went through it, but he went through it the worst out of everybody. That's why they gave him his own fucking episode. He had his whole... The whole fourth episode is only him. What happened? Wait, to him? Yeah. And you want to hear everything? The, the main parts, point? Yeah. Okay, so while he was in there, it was like... So when he got in there... It was like a guard that was on some shit like, you know, uh, let me know, let me know what you can do for me. And he was like, what? Like, what does that mean? I don't understand that. He was like, let me know what you can do for me. So shit kept going on, whatever. So it's a scene that eventually like he's in a room like it's like, all right, y'all got to go. He's like in like a common room or whatever. Mm-hmm. You can start seeing that everybody moving, moving or whatever. But it's two niggas, two big ass niggas that's kind of waiting up, posted up. The white dude, well, the guard, he closed the door behind him, of course. So now you got two big-ass, grown-ass, tatted-up-ass, big, cute-looking-ass football, big, burly-ass niggas. I, I just want you to get it. Against it. this little-ass, frail-ass 16-year-old. So instantly, you already know what's happening. They take this nigga into a closet. They raped him? They didn't specifically say that, but the next scene, this nigga is bloody as fuck, and she get this nigga some ointment and say, apply, apply this to, so, so clearly, yeah, he was raped in prison. Um, oh, my God. He went through hole after hole, fight after fight, like, just constantly just, you know, like, just different shitty prison guards just treating him wrong, because, of course, they all thinking that they hit, they really did it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that he really... You know, like the guards. Guards are thinking like he really fucked with this white girl or whatever, really killed his wife. So they don't, most of them want to have no sympathy for him anyway. You know what I'm saying? So, so, so then at that point, he started like, you know, the digger asked him, you know, well, what, you know, let me know what I, what you can do for me. So then he started giving them snacks and shit and food and shit, you know, like off of his commissary to the officer just so he can keep the other niggas off of him. 
so just scary. being, just being like, just hateful, bro. Like it's, it, and he went through so much more, but I was like the, the shit of it. But it's, it's so much, and it's, and also Ava DuVernay, she also put in um, something big with like Corey's brother. Corey's brother was like transgender, mm-hmm. and like uh, their mom was like, like uh, kicked her out basically of the house because like you know like. Basically, her son basically wanted to be, you know, like, to, back in them times. Right, exactly. It was in them times or whatever. So, it's like, she was trying to kick, him, kick her out of the house. and It was just rough shit, but it just showed how close Corey still was with his now sister. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, he was, like, close with her and was still, like, and it just show, shows him constantly having memories of her and just constantly just having, like, thoughts. And the good thing about Ava DuVernay, like, she actually, she didn't go out and find like you know she actually found like a real transgendered actress to play this role yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying so that's one thing I can always appreciate about uh, you know she took the people out. like this right you know what I'm saying like producers and shit like executive producers they, really they, 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 they go the authentic route and you so know what I'm saying get the real ending? deal um the ending uh so th- so in the fourth episode, he has Corey has his fight uh, about a TV with this random ass dude, Hispanic guy, and you don't think much of it or whatever. And then uh, later on, you see this nigga like you know, I was some time late, like some years later, or whatever. They end up linking back up at, at a, I think it was, I don't know if it was the same prison or a different prison, but either way, they end up seeing each other again. And he was like, "Yo, bro, you still here? Like that's crazy. Like that's that's why like that's that's crazy you still here so you know it was what it was yeah. so this nigga start, I guess started feeling guilty so he ended up coming out his name was like Matias Reyes he ended up coming out saying like yo like I feel guilty like this this nigga is still in prison for some shit that I did oh yeah so this dude was in Corey was in the same prison with the guy and the guy he fought over the TV was the same guy that was the real rapist Damn. Was the real nigga who actually who who had so uh, he came at he came out and said hey I did it yeah that was sweet so but the thing is and that's the thing that the I ended up watching like the behind, not behind the scenes but like Vlad TV ended up like uh, interviewing him a long time ago like a year or so ago and he was like it's it's it wasn't like it was some easy shit for him to do. That I mean, they kind of like big. Not even say big him up because at the end of the day he was a fucking rapist. But at the same time, it was like it was something you can tell it it weighed heavy on him because he would he had it wasn't like he had to tell that one story to one person. He had to go through different interviews yeah. and tell different people the same story of what he did, how he did it, and then of course all the DNA, all the blood he gave his blood work, DNA, all that, all the shit linked up, all the shit matched to him. That's so sad. So even, even though this woman, thing too, even in the first episode, it was just like these boys were young. For young, real. you young. didn't even see if they were virgins. You just went with. Just went with whatever. And he probably even had sex before. And it yeah, it was sad, man, to see all their families go through it. Families lost jobs, like you know what I'm saying. And then of course when they came but home, I hear they were successful. Yeah, they all pretty much got their own like businesses or something now. Yeah. Like, yeah, they all they all doing something for themselves, which is which is dope. And like I said, at the end of the day, they all they, I think they got uh they the settlement they end up getting after the fact was forty forty one million dollars, mm. which of course they had to split that against the five of them, and then with their attorneys and lawyers and all that shit, all the different court costs and all that shit, and which should have been fucking free. Honestly, the the the, the government should the the uh. 
The government should have paid for that shit. That shouldn't have been on them to have mm-hmm. to pay for they, they lawyer fees and shit. Because y'all fucked this shit up. Y'all are the right. reason why they was in this situation. They didn't do this shit. So, but of course, they had to pay that shit. And then, um, I think Corey, because Corey was in there the longest, he ended up getting like like a good a bit, like the moral of the cut. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they that money don't, all of them said the same shit in all the interviews. Money, that money they got didn't mean shit to like the time mm-hmm. that they lost. Uh-uh. Like, they Not can't get that thing. shit back. Like, it's hurtful, do you man. You know what I went through? Right. Like, for some shit I didn't do? Niggas, like, like niggas lost family, niggas lost time, niggas lost, like, a lot of shit over that shit. Lost over some a shit lot that of they trust didn't do. people, too. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I'm glad that they were able to bounce back. I'm glad Ava DuVernay um, brought this to light. Um, I am, too. Like, I'm really proud of her. Like, that's amazing. Yeah, because like I and said, the I... the fact that the karma coming back to the, the... all Everybody involved, pretty much. Right. Good karma coming on these guys. They done actually got out and made something of themselves. Mm-hmm. Even though you had time to push them back just to run them through the, you know, justice system. So, it looks like he keeping the streets clean. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, like, right, right, right. That's some sick shit. Yeah. That's some sick... That's sick. Yeah. It's... Yeah. So but anyways, what did Cardi say? Here she go. Y'all seen that um, Central Park 5 movie and everything? Yo, you know when, um, what R. Kelly to me, what he did was wrong, but you see how people didn't let him live and, and, and came at him, came at him, and came at him. Uh, until they build a case on him. That's what we need to do for that prosecutor, that DA that did that shit to those kids in the Central Park Five. Don't let that shit get swept under the rug because every single time the motherfuckers like that do something, it gets swept under the rug because people stop talking about it and then they get away with it. Mm-hmm. Same way that people made memes and they blew everything that, like, Every single time that somebody do documentaries, the same way they ate Jaru up, the same way they they, they they ate R. Kelly, don't let that lady get away with what that shit is. Don't what she did. Don't let don't watch that movie, talk mad shit about it this week, or she deleted her fucking Instagram and she think that that shit is done with. Deleted all social media, backed away of all those um of, of, of all those organizations. No, baby girl, it's not yeah, over. No. You had these fucking five men um, do do a bit for 13 years and they had to split 41 million, which they must shit. Don't. So, yeah. That's some shit. I mean, and it's facts. What she's saying, like, we can't let that shit just get away. Like, like no. you said, like, and, like, We've been going hard, like, on a lot of people and shit. And it's like, you but know, like you said, like... Yeah, case. no, yeah, no, they and have. Proud. Yeah, they have. Like you said, she, she, she... And she clearly, like, ain't got shit to say right now. She clearly petrified. Yeah, she is. She been pulled from a, a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, it's some people that, like, sign up petitions and shit, and... It's something about the school, too, I think she, um... They... She stepped down to, from. Yeah, something like that. But, yeah, man, big ups to y'all. And speaking of other attacks... What's happening with the beehive <laughs> from some oh, stuff Lord. pretty much blowing up off the internet because of memes? All right, man. So this is what I'm going to say. As a member of um, the hive, um, there is a certain level that I that I participate in. This <laughs> level is a, is a bit far extreme for, for, my, for my likings. Um, so I don't 
necessarily agree with, with this right here. But anyway, so Beyonce and Jay-Z, uh, they sat courtside at Game 3 of the NBA Finals. You know, mm-hmm. it's right now it's the Warriors and the Raptors. Mm-hmm. Um, and they sat next to the owner, uh, Joseph Lacob, and uh, his wife, Nicole Curran, or Curran, I'm not sure. Um, we're going to just call her Nicole. Um, but in the main clip that went kind of viral, um, you see like Nicole like leaning over. She's kind of leaning over Beyonce. Not even kind of. She's leaning over Beyonce in order to talk to Jay Z. Um, it's like, but you when you actually kind of just look and pay attention, like when you actually like kind of read the lips of what they talking about, you can kind of see she's asking him what does he want to drink. Yeah, and, and she yeah, like and he says like vodka and soda. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, with lime? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you can clearly see they were having like a dialogue about drinks or whatever, but it was just like, I don't know if like the, the Hive didn't like look into this. They didn't like look all the way thoroughly into what everybody else was seeing, but they, uh, I guess all they, all they saw was, I guess, Beyonce's like facial expression, mm-hmm. which was, she did look a little in distress. Like she did, like she was like kind of in a, like a, you know, like, if, if it's just, it, when you're in between somebody having a conversation, it's awkward. Like, you're literally just kind of just scrunched up in between people. Yeah, so, it's just like, like, damn, man, just right, like, talk after the game. Right, so it's like, but at the same time, it was just like a quick little, hey, like, what do you, you know, you guys want something to drink? Like, I get y'all something to drink, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Just being friendly and shit. So, it's just like, of course, um, like I said, they didn't see that. They just saw Beyonce's meme mugs and, not meme mugs, but just kind of her, like, just facial expressions that she kind of just felt a little awkward in that moment. So it's like they lashed out at at old girl or whatever. You know that the first thing they did was put up B emojis every fucking where, all on her Instagram and shit. And then, um, you know, like just giving her like, just like threats and shit. And I don't know. It's just like, yo, like what, like what the fuck do y'all expect her like to be on right now? Like her husband is right next to her. Y'all really think she finna try to... Hit on Jay-Z or try to get at Jay-Z while Beyonce is right there right. and her husband is right next to her. Because even somebody close to her was just like, Kieran went, said she went to uh, go get them those drinks. There was no hostility. I was trying to be a good hostess, she said. I've never experienced cyberbar bullying like this. I can't believe our play, our players go through this. That kid go, what kids go through. Oh yeah, that that, that kid go through this too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Because kid, yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah, and that's the thing. When I was not expecting that. No, she and like I said, when I saw it, I'm like, come on, man, y'all, y'all, y'all going a little too hard on her. She's literally just trying to ask them what they want to drink. Like, I don't know. I like. I guess they really thought like, yo, like back up off Beyonce or like, why you trying to? Why you trying to get at Jay Z? Like nigga, like her, her husband who was the owner of the team is right next to her. Like she, they good. Well, they all good. Like some, some user was just like, I would leave the earth if Beyonce looked this ready to smack me just by looking at some of the stuff. And seeing Santana, Joe Budden's uh, ex or whatever, she was like. How you hover over Beyonce like that? Is she crazy? You know, a few people yeah. are just like, can you imagine sitting next to Beyonce and not trying to talk to Beyonce? I ain't gonna cap. <laughs> I feel that. I felt. I felt that too. But at the same time, it's just like I don't. I don't know if like if before that she might have just asked Beyonce, and by the time we saw the clip, they yeah, might have just hit Jay Z or whatever. So it's like you know, you never know. Or even she asked Jay first. You know, just 
Mm-hmm. She might be from the South. You ask the man first. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel and it. And somebody yeah, was like, y'all Becky's keep trying Beyonce as if she doesn't have a cancer sister named Solange. <laughs> <laughs> they going in, Brent. Y'all be going hard in the face. I, listen, man. Like I said, I pick my battles when, I, when I'm with the hive. I'm hive to the, to the core. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But at the same time, it's just like I know when to participate. And this wasn't one of those times I participated. But uh, uh, Beyonce's um, uh, publicist actually responded, mm-hmm. which to me is kind of like Beyonce responding. Yeah. So, because you know, if like if her publicist is saying some shit, then you know it's like they probably had that conversation, she or they probably right. So she ended up posting a picture of them from uh, the On the Run tour on her Instagram. And she said, I am looking back today at the start of the On The Run 2 tour one year ago. It was a place of joy, unimaginable entertainment from two of the best performers in the world, and a place of love. Every single day on that tour, I saw love, which is why I also want to speak here to the beautiful Beehive. Uh, I know your love runs deep, but that love has to be given to every human. It will bring no joy to the person you love so much if you spew hate in her name. We love you. And with a couple of B emojis followed. Well, some user was had even before I think she wrote it was just like they wonder if Beyonce team sends out sorry my stands are crazy care packages and if so how many have they had to send? Not for real. And they somebody put Nicole Kiran should definitely be getting one of these packages. Like, I yeah. So I, I mean, yeah, man. It's it's a lot of it's a lot of wild. Uh, Fan bases out there. I feel like the hive is one. Hive, Barb's, but I would say probably Barty Gang is up there now. Um, Nego fans? No, no, no. That's Taylor Swift fans. I would probably say I would say Britney. Yeah, rapper wise though, like male rapper wise, I I would probably say either I would say Kendrick. Nah, I probably say Kendrick. So Yeezy Kendrick, fans. Oh yeah, Yeezy fans. Yeah, what the fuck am I thinking? Kanye fans instantly. We're calling the creators fans, but that's later. We're gonna on. get there later. Okay, but yeah. So Beehive got a shield. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, next up, uh, man. Uh, you know what? <clears throat> We're both journalists. I I wanted to talk about this shit with you, right. so it's like I, you know. We both went to school for this shit. You know what I'm saying? We both got our degrees. So it's just like... Bullet. <laughs> I want to give my perspective and see what you say on it. But I'm going to just tell what it is first. So T.I. called out pretty much uh, TMZ um, for posting an article about his sister. Mm-hmm. I think we... I'm not sure we reported it. And if we did, it might have been a new gene after here. Right. But regardless, uh, his sister, Precious, had died in a um, car accident. And... Um, they didn't know really what the cause of death was or, you know, like they just saw it was in a car accident or whatever. So TMZ uh, ended up originally reporting uh, the cause of, of, the, of her, I'm sorry, of his sister's death was a port- reportedly due to cocaine use, uh, which triggered an irregular heartbeat leading to the uh, car crashing into a pole. Um, and also according to TMZ, uh, they said the 66-year-old uh had enough drugs in her system, well, had enough, of, I'm sorry, had enough of the drug in her system, mm-hmm. which caused high blood pressure and then triggered an abnormal heart rhythm. So, T.I. was uh, rather pissed. Um, yeah, as he should be. 
Um, you know, it didn't sit well with T.I. Because um, nobody even knew that. Yeah. And she died it, a, a few few months back or something like that. Or maybe a year. I don't know. But Well, I, 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 so, okay. I think that's, I think that just came out. Mm-hmm. That, you know. And, of course, I think TMZ is usually, when it comes to entertainment, they usually are first accurate. to break. Yeah, they, mm-hmm. they, one, they're usually pretty accurate. And they're usually pretty first to break shit, usually. Mm-hmm. Um... But I'm going to play what uh, Tip had to say to TMZ and Harvey, and I'm going to let, we can have dialogue about the whole situation. TMZ and Harvey, y'all been profiting off of people's pain. You dig what I'm saying? Y'all been profiting off of people's pain. All right? People die, people around them, the families who grieving. You know what I'm saying? Y'all putting information out there that really disrupts their grieving process. You understand? But see, for the most part, what we do is we look the other way. You know why? Because those people are celebrities. And nobody feels sorry for celebrities. They're rich. They live the life that they want. They live a way that nobody else can live. Why should we feel sorry for them? Yeah, I get that. So whenever you say something about me, you dig what I'm saying? I don't even really... I don't even really, man, you know... I just go cry in a bag of money. You know what I'm saying? That's my strategy. But this is my family. This ain't no motherfucking celebrity. This ain't no motherfucking superstar. You dig what I'm saying? So I'm going to tell you what we going to do. Now, as long as you've known me, Harvey, I've been respectful. I've been cordial. I've been polite, I've been kind, I've been fair. You just burned that bridge. I hope your story was worth it. You just burned, you just burned the bridge to not just me, everybody around me, all my family. Anybody who stand with me, anybody who stood with pressures will not stand with you. <clears throat> So, that is what he had to say. Now, what are your thoughts? Um, and then I'll tell you mine. So, before I get into my thoughts, I'm going to go into TMZ's response. Mm-hmm. TMZ then uh, removed after, of course, T.I.'s, um, I guess, would you call it a rant or his... Uh, his no, video, his vote, his video. video. Right, after his video... Um, TMZ uh, deleted that original post, and then they uh, created another article uh, titled "T.I. Posting Sisters' Cause of Death Inappropriate and Wrong." Uh, I'm just only going to read a s- s- couple of sentences from this. Not even a lot. It said earlier Thursday we posted a story about T.I.'s sister, Precious Harris Chapman, and reported the medical examiner's official findings on her cause of death. We were wrong uh, to do it. T.I. and his family are hurt and furious, and they have a point. Um, and then they just kind of start going into Precious, Precious's accolades as far as like her being a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, mm-hmm. um, her doing, uh, her being connected with Saving Our Daughters, uh, her doing things with Hosea Feed the Hungry, uh, uh, being an advocate for motherless daughters in uh, the Covenant House. Um, just different organizations. Just different things that she's a part yeah. of. Pretty much just listening, listening to a lot of her accolades as opposed to like listing her cause of death and stuff like that. 
But that just goes to show you how the media can really take something and flip it. Cause as much as we as we've known about Ti's sister, she's every time that they've ever shown her on their show or anything, or you know reports of her being around, she's always been like this gracious, nice. You know what I'm saying? Like just different. You know, yeah. uplifting. You know what I'm saying? Like she's always been that that type of person. Yeah. So for for TMZ to just be one of those trusted sources, and that's the first thing you post, it's just like damn. Like, you just broke that legacy. No matter, even if you came back with your so-called apology and then started posting accolades, why couldn't you have done that and then, you know, called T.I., like he said, since I've really been rocking with y'all and understand what y'all do, you know what I'm saying? Like, call them and be like, hey, I know this is something like, what do, what do you guys want us to do with this? You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I also get it because they're just really doing their job. Yeah, that's okay. So I I agree with both. What I'm coming from it at with with what I'm thinking is, okay, this is my question: is is how much of say I don't know how much certain what information is public public information. So it's like for them to get caught and shift from the corner, would TMZ personally have to call the coroner's office and get that information? I don't know, but. Just regardless of the fact, I'm thinking like it's from a journalist mind mindset. You know what I'm saying? Like, and even with me, I'm I I'm not a huge fan of when I see like my favorite artists get bombarded and harassed by paparazzi with awkward ass questions they don't want to answer in front of public ass people. It's it's rude in in a, in a way, but at the same time, this is people's jobs. Like, unfortunately, this is the feel they did but this is this is their job you know what I'm saying like this is it's also one of those things as a journalist it comes down to you to make that type of call are you gonna do what you're supposed to do and go after the story no matter what because you hungry to be that type of reporter or are you gonna like think about your morals and values and just sit back and you know what I'm saying like it's some positive people that have made it doing this type of work you know what I'm saying yeah I'm, so, I, I would just say, like, it's just, to me, it was just, I mean, like, it, was it something that, did, did they have to say it? Nah, like, they could they could they have left it out? Of course. Um, yeah, we didn't have to know that. We didn't. I mean, they could have just left it at she had, because honestly, I think we kind of just forgot about, not forgot about her, but we just forgot about that story. We just knew she had an accident. public figure as they are. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, but I don't think, that's the thing, I don't know if they did it in a way to try to tarnish her name. I think it was just a story, but at the same time, I don't think it did. So the fuck what she had, like who, like, why does it matter? It ain't like she had heroin or some shit. It's cocaine. Who the fuck? Like well, she, she's 66 at the time. Like cocaine was. what she was using it for. They probably was, I mean, I don't know if she had a, a she had, what, T.I. niece or something in the car, a daughter or some shit? One mm-hmm. of them, I don't know, one of them was in a, either a niece or a daughter. But regardless, she was in the car, they could have came from a kickback, a little, I don't know, ain't no telling. Ain't no telling. But also, but why did it, the coroner release that information? I don't know. That's what I'm saying, I don't know if, I don't know if it's public, if it's public at this point. So I'm saying, if it's public, then it's. I don't know. It's new. It's, it's out there. Yeah, but I don't know. Um, but yeah, so of course, so, you know, they apologize. So who knows what, you know, what's going to happen between um, 
them now if that bridge is truly burned, if T if T I will accept it or what's gonna happen now, who knows. But anyway, um what else we got here? Well, DJ Khaled is pretty much throwing a tantrum over not being number one. Mm. So, you know, his album and um what's his name? Tyler the Creator. Mm-hmm. Both of their albums came out and um DJ Khaled is just basically just basically not agreeing to Billboard's facts. So he came out with this video and listen to what he's saying. I make albums so people can play it and you actually hear it. You know, driving your car, you hear another car playing it, you know, go to the barbershop and hear them playing it, you know, turn the radio on and you hear them playing it, you know, it's playing everywhere. It's called great music. It's called albums that you actually hear the songs not no mysterious shit and you never hear it <laughs> on your dome so it's just like what you what you think you're doing being shady for no fucking reason like come on bro like to be honest i like and i ain't allowed to you i'm not even a huge i'm well i don't even say i'm not even a huge i'm not even a, a tyler the creator fan i've i this is my first album that i've listened to in depth like from front to back and mm-hmm. and I and I know I know and I know this is probably a different vibe from his other stuff that I'm going to listen to eventually. But at the same time, it was just like I was like, "Yo, like, why are you hating on this kid? Like, why? Like, you know what I'm saying? At the same time, it's just like you have to understand when you put music out, you can't just put music out and hope everybody going to try to your shit. Because nine times out of ten, it's going to be some other shit that's dropping on the same time as yours too. It's gonna be some well, shit you're going to have to compete against. So 132k, and I, I think they go off of the first week or something. Yeah. And then Tyler's was 165, so it was just like you got to think about it. Tyler had all of the like younger generation and stuff like that. Kanye fans, but now, Frank Ocean fans. Mm-hmm. One thing about it is Tyler is being like, who you know he he tweets out. Who the fuck listens to Tyler the Creator? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, he's just poking fun at it. Like, Tyler has always been that type of dude. So, it's just like, although I'm not, I don't, like, listen to a lot of his music, I have heard some things, and I do think, like, what he talks about is is dope. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because he makes valid points. Yeah. He's so... (laughs) His sarcasm is just... just Oh, yeah, he's an You know what I'm saying? Like, I love him. Yeah, he's funny. But anyways, um, so DJ Khaled is pissed. So he pretty much is just like, uh, yeah, no, uh, no, no, that's not going to happen. I got to sue y'all. So he pretty that's much wild, bro. is suing because he says that Billboard wouldn't agree like to him, like they wouldn't count downloads from his energy drink package. Yeah. Which sources in the artist's camp say that amounted to more than a hundred thousand, I guess like votes or whatever. Mm-hmm. So Billboard later backtracked to disqualifying Khaled's entire sales from the promotion, arguing there was no anomalies and no eliminies, <laughs> anomalies, I don't know, in his okay. figures. Now, this is from page six, and they exclusively learned that lawyers for Kelly have fired off a letter to Silvo, SVP of charts and data, and basically just saying, bitch, I'm going to sue you. <laughs> well, damn. So, it's just like, but then in the end, what makes it so, like, ridiculous is that at this day, right now, his album is number one in rap sales, but still number two in the, like, 
whole billboard thing because of some somebody else name something. You talking about uh, Tyler? Mm, no, Khaled's album is now it's number, number one, one in the rap world. Yeah. Oh, so he on did all that. Charts. Oh, for the rap show, but not bill, on billboards. Yeah. Oh, so he did all that crying for no reason. Yeah, it's just like, bruh, like you. <laughs> but it's like well, probably did, did, or could he did it, could he did it for a publicity stunt? Because now everybody trying to listen to this shit. But I, I just feel like, I mean, with Khaled shit, I feel like, I mean, again, I feel like people wanted more summer bangers. It's only like, it's not that many. It's like, like you said, Jealous. Um, it, it's not really that many. It's, it's not really that many bangers. It's not really that many. I mean, and I feel what he's trying to say. I feel what he was saying as far as like he makes songs for like clubs, shit you going to play. I was like, you're not going to, you're not realistically going to play Tyler the Creator that much like you're not gonna hear him you're not gonna hear Tyler in the club you're not gonna hear Tyler on the radio for real like you're not you know what I'm saying like he Khaled made music for that but at the same time it's just yeah. like this album I don't think really did that I don't think he really has a specific he hit. did a lot of um advertising yeah exactly he did a lot that's of the thing right he had some he had Fashion Nova in that shit he had Ciroc he had uh what's the uh, I think daily on that daily on tequila. Well, one he had so much like just so much shit in it, like just advertising shit. One person basically said like she felt Khaled's album is like when someone has a trash outfit, but every piece is designer, so they think it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's dead ass. Yeah. That's literally I, like one of the little pitchy hissy fits he just threw. That's because all that shit Gucci, nigga. That don't mean you rocking it right, my nigga. And that somebody was like, mess. wow, doing pretty good for some mysterious shit. They was talking to uh, Tyler. And he was like, yeah, I am. Igor out now. <laughs> like, you know, he's not even he, taking it serious. He not, bro. He, he having fun with it. And he know people fucking with this shit. It's a vibe. It's a nice little vibe. I ain't gonna lie to you. I was listening to it today uh, on the way to work. It was a nice little vibe. Nice. Nice vibe. Like I said, it was, it was cool. Um, well, speaking... I fuck with it. Of nice vibes. And new music. How did you feel about Future's new album? That saved me. Um, Seven was it songs. an album? Was it an album? Or I don't know. I don't know. That's the thing. It's hard to tell what's albums and what's tapes and what's what's just drop pro Like what? I just call shit projects now. That's what yeah. you just got. You just got to call it a project. So, uh, what what was? Oh yeah, save me. The save me project. I fucked with it. I kind of knew it was going to come out because, you know, Future always do that bullshit on social media. Just niggas start deleting all the pictures and shit. They got to cook up something. Right. You already know something to come out. So, um, but I, I fuck with it. Um, like I said, I, I don't mind Hurt Future. Like I, I fuck with, I fuck with Lit Future. I fuck with Hurt Future. I fuck with Healing Future. I fuck with Future. So it's like uh, you enjoyed it. Oh uh, yeah, I, I, you know, it wasn't. It, it was a decent listen. So rating Xanax damage. What did you give that? I gotta hear a second for that. Hold on. Um, I give that like a. I give it like a three and a half. Three. Yeah, like a I three and a half. I gave it a skip. <laughs> I gave it like a three and a half. So Saint Lucia, what did you give that? Same. Oh, this shit a solid four and a half, bro. A, me, I, you know, I, I think that's a five. I say that shit was yeah, that shit yeah, slapped. That shit, right? I like yeah, I like that one. I did. Okay, now what about? Please tell me probably me? like a five for me. Oh, I gave that. A, I gave that like a four. Please tell me like a five. For a me. four. Now what's shotgun? Five for me. Let me hear. Okay, shotgun. shotgun. Okay, listen. We gonna play this shit. We might. This might could be a question. 
So when shot when niggas play when niggas heard shotgun, people instantly started thinking that it sounded like Promise by Sierra. Mm-hmm. So niggas thought that people, you know, people was like, oh, wait, that's nigga Petty. He sampled Sierra. <laughs> da, 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 da. So, you know, future Petty. Man. He can be. But at the same time, like, I feel like shit would have to be cleared and all that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like she would have known off Jump Street. He but listen, to. listen. So here goes Shotgun. Shot. Hold on. I'm going to play a snippet. I know. <laughs> no, this nigga, this nigga future. That's a tough one. This nigga future singing, fam. That's a tough one. And hold on, let's play Promise. I know what you're talking about. Huh? I, I know don't... exactly what you're talking about. They may not know. Ooh. I say that was it. I think I mean, he did it. I, I think. I, but regardless, that shit, that shit I still think fire. He probably did. That shit lied on. Yeah. So I mean, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, so I fought with Shotgun. That nigga was singing. You know, Atlanta rappers be wanting to sing. Atlanta niggas be wanting to sing so bad. And ra- and singing. And you said you rap. gave it a five. Yeah, I fought with Shotgun. I, I give it a mm, three. I listen to it. it I got it. Got to grow on me. Okay. Government official. What you think of that? Four and a half. Yeah, I give it a four. See, as you can see, my little list, I like the little crunk shit. Yeah. I got to move my shoulders with you. Yeah, I feel What you. you think of extra? Um. Need a big booty, bitch, to fall in love. Extra, I think that was like a, it depends on the vibe I'm in, man. Like, like. For me? I know that's probably a skip for you. You don't like slow skip. shit. It's probably like a it's probably like a four for me. So what do you think of love that the enemies? Uh that was like a three for me. That was a skip. Um now <laughs> it was. It's okay. I know I know this this uh I know this future wasn't appealing to a lot of people. But it's like I don't know, man. Like you, you gotta really love Future to like love his like singing shit. Like yeah. you gotta really like. I do like Future because I used to always tell my friends I used to be like, if I when I make love to my husband, I want Future to sing in the background. Oh, okay. I like his singing. Now Tiger, he had a new album, Legendary. Yep. And how did you feel about his? Well, first that overall, shit, that shit already went gold like after the first day. He got like, them Cowley fans. Yeah. I honestly think he probably had... Because, you know, too, like, Taste was already out. He put Taste with Offset on there. <laughs> now, I, I, I'm not sure. I'm sure that song got a lot of plays. So I'm sure that it shit plays. So I'm sure that shit is, like, was already gold that's or platinum or some it. shit. So, yeah, it probably helped push it up. Because um, that's what helped Card... Uh, Bodak Yellow is what helped Cardi album, uh, Invasion of Privacy. That shit... I remember it went gold first night. And that was because it Bodak did. Yellow was on there. And um, it was one of them ones you didn't get tired of hearing. Right. And, um, but yeah, it was cool. You know what? Here's what I'm going to say about Tiger. I like Tiger. I feel like Tiger is underrated as fuck. Definitely. Agreed. I mean, you have to think something big of him because Wayne saw something in him to have him on Young Money and sign him exactly. and shit. So it's like, he had to have had some type of And Wayne skill. gives you creative freedom. Exactly. Um, the one thing I will say about Tiger, I like Tiger when he has... I think Tiger. You know what? I think I like Tiger songs better when he has features. 
I feel like other people bring the best, the the better, or the best out of Tiger. I feel like I don't he battles them on the right. I don't. I, I I feel like yeah. I feel like I don't know if it's he if he's That's battling him. Shit. Right. I don't know if he feel like he battling him. Like he want to make sure he the best on the shit. Or I don't know if it's on some like. Like, you know, like, you know, if, if you just vibing with some shit, like, all right, yeah, that shit hard, all right, I'm going to hit him with this shit. Like, I don't know, but I just feel like his songs are better when he has, when he has a feature on it. Well, what did you think about Too Many? I like Too Many, though, although that was a, a solo song. Also, I feel like his, all Play his... Play a snippet of that, all his, like you did. Oh, okay. All his beats. Oh, yeah, okay. I vibed, yeah. I vibed. All his, all, I feel like all his beats kind of the same. And all his, it's alright, it make you skip. And it's all that his, West Coast feel. And all his uh, his flow be the same. Ain't like, he from the West Coast? Yeah, he from California. Yeah. Goat, Bella, Hot Flat Goat, Bella. Yeah, I like that shit. I like that nigga. Like Bella. I really do like him. And so I gave that a I gave that a five actually. I didn't like like I didn't like number two. I didn't like my Okay, so it's snippet of that. Oh, no, I do like Dogs how he started it off in way. Ain't got money in the chase, big weight by the thing. What's the deal? What's the deal? I'm a big deal, nigga. Ice, ice, ice. Hey, I'm the new light skin, no way. No way. Ah, you know, I did. Mm, I don't know. I gave, I'll give that a three. I do like how he is saying he's the light skin, little Wayne, because. You know, that's who raised them in the rap game. You know what I'm saying? But you can't say that. That's like Lil Chucky saying, I'm Lil Wayne. Chucky is trash. Chucky just looked like, well, he looked like Lil other Wayne. other rappers say they the modern day Jay-Z and stuff like that. So, you know, he's just paying, he's just paying homage. Mm, anyway, go ahead. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's just paying homage or whatever. So, I don't know. I feel like that's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I gave that a three. Now, how did you like On Me actually featuring Lil Wayne? I liked it. I like Wayne shit, of course. Wayne, yeah. Wayne was the highlight for me. I gave it a five. Yeah. Oh me. Oh, that's what we that was on me. <laughs> How do you like stash with Blueface? Blueface, baby. Yeah. I, um. <laughs> uh. Blueface was. This sound like the last song. I was saying, I feel like his song, all his beats sound the same. It's all right. I feel like, I it's, a, I feel like it. it's a whole floor of the same beat. Um, you dressed up, yeah, ain't shit really damn bad. Broke that shit down, wrote that shit on. Man, movie clips on me. Like the cable man, Glock popping and locking. How you feel? Oh man, Blueface fucked it up for me. I really had, I really had more higher hopes for this nigga on that shit, just cause I, you know, I fuck with Blueface, but yeah, sometimes that nigga just be trash. Yeah, bro. He cute though. But so I, listen, I fuck with, I fuck with Stash. I mean, I fuck with uh, Tiger shit. Yeah, I gave it like three. Now, yeah. what you think of Hot? Oh. Uh, Tiger J Balvin. And oh, I fuck with that song. Yeah, I fuck with that song. Hey. 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 It's on some Miami Beach shit. <laughs> Then they had, they had Jay Donald with his shit. Chris with his shit. I love these new wave of uh, Spanish people. Yo, really I really get on there I love Spanish. that shit, bro. When I saw Jay Balvin was featured, I said, "Oh, this shit about to be a bop." You don't know what the fuck you listen to, but you just no, like. No, he Whoa. could say he could say fuck all you niggas <laughs> and whatever and. And I would not him. have known. I'd be seeing that bitch jamming to that uh, motherfucker. You get it. That's you. right, da, 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 da. Yep, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm jamming. But yeah. Um, that was a bop. I gave yeah, you five. Yeah, I fought with that hard. What about work? I, I, I don't know. I skipped it. Damn. Play I, it. 
Make her hum. Oh, no, it's make her cum. Oh, oh, God. I like Nasty Tiger. Yeah, I skip this song, I too. like Nasty Tiger. I gave it a five. I've always liked Nasty Tiger. Okay, so Vibrate with Sway Lee. For me, that was a skip. I fuck with it. I fuck with Sway, bro. Sway is a bot. Sway is Don't get me wrong. Nah, I like him, but yeah, I fuck with Sway. Yeah, this was this was, that was a bot for me. Anything with anything with Sway is usually gonna be a bot for me. I fuck with Sway. Yeah, man. like I love unforgettable. Oh yeah, he murdered, and that was supposed to be his song. Hello, <laughs> I like him. Don't get me wrong. Uh, shit, I like. Shit, I like. It sound like two other songs on this album. I mean, I don't know. I guess it's all right. It's cool. Well, yeah, that one's like a two. Yeah. For legendary featuring Gunner, that's your boy. Man, I don't know, man. You know, Gunner, my nigga, but I, I don't know. I skipped that one. What about yeah, February that, Love? That ain't gonna get no play on me for my shit. <laughs> Yeah, I fuck with it. I did too. I gave that a four. What about GD? <laughs> GD. Um. Okay. Oh. 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 Okay, yeah, I fuck with that. That rides. I gave it a three and a half. I can't get these numbers because I ain't, I ain't listening to that in depth. I listen to Future Shit. I listen to this like once. Okay, I listened to this and then I've been bopping uh uh forever whatever by uh Moneybag Yo. But anyway, I listen to Moneybag. Taste. And you got taste. We already heard that. That's the <coughs> uh made. fourteen made me made me. I I kind of skipped that one. Oh yeah, I don't like that slow shit from Tiger. I Tiger gonna do some shit. Got to be some fast paced shit. Yeah, but you know, so I. I Tiger, don't you want to be on a. Tiger got that. You want to be on a beach he somewhere, bro. Nah, so I would. If I had Tiger, I want to be on a beach somewhere on a strip, like walking down a, like. He's just got. He on some live shit. To music. Right, for real. Um. So moving on, in New Jean, have to hear mm-hmm. what's happening with Fifty. So Fifty Fifty, uh, was harassed by a SoundCloud rapper while he was on a date. <laughs> um. Mm-hmm. So it was a video that came out, and um, it was that kind of sh- showed uh, Fifty was like walking with this young lady, and then I don't know, I got to know where you just see this nigga like just kind of acts for this nigga like you know the I don't know you just see this nigga talking on some like yo like check out my SoundCloud or check out my shit you know what I'm saying like you know Fifty is clearly on some nigga like yo like do you see what I'm do you see what I'm on right now my nigga right. like I'm on a date bro like what are you what are you talking about? So these niggas had like a little mini little scuffle down there. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I, it, it was really like, not even say a scuffle. It, they want to swing, but they kind of like, you know how you like just kind of set yourself, like yeah. get your stance right. They got their stance right. Like they was getting ready to swing or some shit. So, um, I don't know. That, that was just, yeah, it was just wild for me. But the nigga ended up, uh, saying some shit. He ended up responding, uh, to the whole situation. Up, man? I don't give a fuck how big you think you are, my nigga, like, you feel me? Size don't mean shit, you feel me? I'm from Irvington, New Jersey, my nigga, like, you feel me? 
Like, yeah, I grew up listening to your music. I salute you, you feel me? But when I approached you, I was like, yo, I want you to look at my Instagram. That was it. But you was getting gangster. My nigga, like, that shit don't fly over here. My G. Duh, ain't that. And here's the, uh, the original video. You might can hear a little bit of it. Yeah, you can't really see that. You can't really hear that much. It's most yeah, of more of a video. Visual. But yeah, so you can just you just see them like just kind of talking and shit, and you know, eventually at the end, you know, they they have some words or whatever. But yeah, I don't know. I just I feel just like feel like go ahead. I feel like um. First of all, why niggas always gotta say like I'm from Irvington, New Jersey? Like, why you gotta say where you from? Like, that's supposed to mean something. I'm sure there's some bitch ass niggas in Irvington, New Jersey too. I'm, exactly. So like, why is like saying where you from? Like, that's that's supposed to make you like I'm supposed to be scared of you. Like, I'm supposed to make shit like I'm supposed to be intimidated by you or some shit because you from somewhere. I don't know. I just feel like he didn't have a he, he didn't have a response. There was no reason that you should have walked up on this man. And say, look at my Instagram. Nigga, you see, you don't know what I'm doing. Don't right. do that. When I see you hungry. I know you hungry. I know you trying to make it. I know 58, you know, the least he could do. All but he at the same to do time, is, like. He say, just walk by and say, 50, check your DM when you can. Right. Or just, you know, some shit like that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, yeah. Got, that just puts a thought in his mind. You know, maybe he'll do it. Maybe he won't. But keep it pushing. Don't look so, so thirsty. I think. Because it's not thirst, but it's just. You looking you you to me it is because you looking for thirst to to make yourself somebody. Mm-hmm. Cause I had you know I got a feeling that he probably planned this to get you know filmed or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, because the shit was recorded. I feel like the whole time it, it looked like I ain't gonna lie to you. When I first saw it, I thought it was staged. When I first saw it, I'm like, yo, fifty has been on a whole bunch of just bullshit recently with just just you know saying that niggas owe him and shit and going around people hotel rooms and. Just doing funny, crazy shit. So I thought it was just a, something that they were just doing practical jokes and shit, but it was dead ass serious. Well, it just goes to show you that if, if you do stuff like that, it can go one or two ways. It can either go good or it can go bad. Mm-hmm. And speaking of what was something was about to go bad, was who is this Lazan person? He's a, a Caucasian rapper. Another SoundCloud rapper. He has a whole bunch of tattoos on his face. He just he looks a mess. Um, Basically, uh, he ended up saying, like, last year, um, he called Tupac uh, boring. He said, he was, like, quoted as, quoted saying Tupac was boring. I think somebody asked him about, I think it was, like, a, it was, like, either or or something, you know, do you prefer this person or that person or something like that? And, mm-hmm. you know, when it came up amongst the choices, he chose another person, and he said, he thought Tupac is boring. And, I mean, uh, you have to come from it. You have to look at it, I guess, from his generation's perspective. Like, he is a teenage white kid who, you know, at the time, who probably didn't listen to Tupac music that much anyway. Yeah. So it's like, to him, he probably felt like his subject matter that Tupac was talking about wasn't really appealing to him or whatever. So, I mean, that was just his opinion. But, of course, like, the hip-hop heads, the old heads, like, the real just... Well, not even not even that. Just niggas who love Tupac, niggas who just love music and love hip hop anyway. Of course, niggas is just blasting him like nigga. Who the fuck are you? You're a SoundCloud rapper. Your shit is trash compared to what Pop put out and all that other shit. So that shit, I guess, is still living to today because a nigga pulled up on him um, while he was at uh, Lil Xan was at a gas station in in, in uh, I think like downtown L.A. or some shit. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess like I mean the the video didn't start off with. Them talking about Tupac, but the whole thing, I guess that what Xan ended up coming out saying, like, niggas was talking about 
Tupac, like asking about Tupac and shit, and like that whole Tupac shit, like y'all didn't let that shit die. But, uh, so yeah, the nigga ended up pulling out a gun on the dude. What the hell? Like, like, I was like, what the fuck? But yeah, Lil Zan pulled a gun out on this dude, bro, like, just off that shit. <laughs> He called him a nigga too. Yeah, mm-hmm. He said, "Get the fuck out, nigga." Pull the gun out on nigga, bro. And just, just, just had it out. Just was on some like, just was, just had it out. You probably, he probably felt like this. I don't know if he felt like. And like just felt scared or felt threatened or some yeah. shit. But that was the thing. So he ended up coming out. He posted. He said, uh, posted on his IG uh, story. He said the media is gonna try and twist uh, what just happened at a gas station. I was about to be attacked and resorted to having to use self defense. Fuck all you old. Fuck all you old. I'm sorry. Fuck all you old head ass bitches. Still uh, talking about that Tupac shit. Live your own life and stop picking on kids. Still ain't acknowledge that he's just out here using the N-word all willy-nilly. He definitely said, get the fuck out, nigga, or get the fuck like, out. Like, you just really out here, that's that's the way to defend yourself? Like, boy, stop. He definitely said. Please stop. And that's the thing, like, you know, and that's the thing, like, you know, even if he ain't, even if he ain't meaning on no racist shit, you know he probably just be using around his homeboys or using around yeah, his homeboys. Yeah, but you shouldn't even be doing and that. I know, but you again, he probably don't, they just be letting that shit fly on the low, probably, or you know, just I don't know. That's why you don't you don't do that shit, bro. I don't, I don't fuck with that. I hear that shit. It's done. Anyway, moving right along. Um, man, what happened to Big Poppy? So David Ortiz basically. Some some type of shooting went down, and the shooting was at an amusement center in the Dominican Republic. Mm. And so it's just like, what is really happening? And he's actually like a baseball legend or whatever. So for the people that don't know who he is, um, a video surfaces of pretty much the incident that went down, and you can kind of see the shots going off, and then you can see it like. You know, see them scattered or whatever, like scattering, making a run for it, because you don't know what the hell's going on. Mm-hmm. So, one thing about it is, um, of course, um, former President Barack Obama, he tweeted out, six years ago, David uh, Ortiz's spirit and resolve helped us all begin to heal from the Boston Marathon bombing. Mm-hmm. Today, I want to join many others in wishing him a speedy recovery of his own. Get well soon, Poppy. Yeah, he played for the uh, Boston Red Sox. Right. So, uh, Tom Brady also tweeted out, Poppy defines Boston strong. Get well soon, my friend. And it's also being reported that, you know, the Red Sox actually sent a plane to go get him mm. and bring him back. Because doctors had cleared him and he was safe for travel. Well, that's nice of them. That is nice that's of them. That's the least they could do for a nigga that's been giving them some some years. But and, and that was that was nice of them. They they actually did do that. And one thing about it too is it just I don't know. It's been a lot that's been happening in the Dominican Republic in the the headlines. 
It has all been all the there. couples getting. Yeah, I have seen stuff, that. Like, Yo, yeah, Di is definitely probably yeah. no fly zone for for me for sure. Like, what is really going on down there? Yeah, I don't know. It is a whole heap of a lot. Going but on. somebody was saying like, what's really happening, and that people are really just like, I guess not really just bringing to the light is that people go down there and they be getting like those rooms where it's like outside Airbnb. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. Versus going on those all-paid resort things. Yeah, they be in them hostels and shit probably. Yeah, like, and they was like, you dealing with the real people. Like, these niggas don't like y'all for real. Right, exactly. Especially like, blacks. Right, yeah, I'm trying to be like... Like, that one, don't get me wrong, bro. Like, I love, like, seeing, like, local shit. Like, I'm going to be out and about with the locals and shit, but at the same time, I'm going to have me at least a tour guide or somebody I know, or somebody that leads you safe. Right, that know the spots, that know the safe spots. I ain't trying to just wander and be- see. Some people buy that. I know I got some bros that cool, perfectly fine with going off by themselves mm-hmm. in random places and shit. I'm not one of them. I need to have somebody that know the city or know the town, know people that's. I need, I gotta be connected some way, or I'm doing excursions and tours. I'm doing something where I'm seeing the city in a safe way. Right. And I'm still getting culture. I'm still getting experience. I'm still, you know what I'm saying, witnessing, like, authentic shit. Because, see, I walk away here, like, you know, where we are, more so like in America or something. But it'll it'll probably be, like, to the movie. Something's, you know, not so threatening. Right. And it's, like, lights and stuff around. I got to go to a well-lit one now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's the thing. I, in a different country, hell no, nah, buddy-buddy system all the way. Mm-hmm. Like, I I see going to, like, Colorado by yourself. But then in these days and time, you, you can't even be careful. I mean, you know, you can't be too careful with that. Hell no, nah, you can't even be careful here. In the States. You shit. can't. Like, it's certain hoods. Yeah, yeah, it's certain hoods I ain't going to go out there and go to in Atlanta. Shit. I'll be damned if it's places I go to another goddamn country. They definitely give a fuck about you over there. They'll cut your head off. Y'all be safe out here, man. Now, rest in peace to Bushwick Bill. Mm. For y'all who don't know who they are, well, who he is, he is actually one-third of the Ghetto Boys with Scarface and Willie D. And if you follow hip-hop, then you should know who I just named. Mind playing tricks on me. You should definitely know. (laughs) Yeah, man. And uh, what happened with him? So he this and this touches too close to home, man. He died not too close to home, but he died um at the age of fifty two from a stage four pancreatic cancer. Um and I remember the crazy thing is I remember when TM he had like a TMZ interview or whatever, and I remember um him talking to him about it. And it was like May first actually when he was talking to him about it, like when you know, him found out he had stage four pancreatic cancer. Mm-hmm. Um you know, and they talked about, like, just different things as far as, like, you know, how he felt like they didn't know what it was. Like, it was just different things as far as, like, you know, he, he didn't, they didn't, they honestly didn't know what it was. Right. Um, he ended up saying, uh, he, they said, they saw, he said, we see a mass on your pancreas and we can't understand it. It's not alcohol. It's not sugar. It's not diabetes. He said uh, they went through all kinds of stuff. And finally, by February 8th, they said it was stage four pancreatic cancer. Damn. Mm. He said, uh, he ended up saying, uh, Bushwick Bill said that uh, pancreatic cancer is uh, undetected until it's in its fourth or fifth stage. Because I know that they were saying, well, yesterday, like, they were sitting up and they kept posting that he had died. There were, like, false reports. Right. And then, like, Killer Mike was like, hey, guys, no, 
he's you know he's still here, but right. we are definitely fighting. You Praying know what I'm saying? Him, like, yeah. I don't know. That's that's so sad. Yeah, that's yeah, so man. Sad. And he was known as a uh, little Billy. Um, you know, I think originally he started off in uh in the group as a dancer. You know what I'm saying? Like he was kind of like just part of the group as a dancer, or whatever. But then he eventually transitioned into, into rapping. Um, and in the first uh, group album, I believe it was 1991. Uh, I'm sorry, not the first group album, but the first album that he was on um, was called "We Can't Be Stopped." That was a certified platinum. In the U.S. and of course that's the album that had uh, "Mind Playing Tricks on Me," which was uh, like a number one hip hop single for like a good ass time, and it's like a classic right now. Right. Um, and he was also, of course, known. Uh, you know, he was, is, you know, he had dwarfism, so he was, of course, known to be. You know, I think he was like three foot eight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he was, he was also on Martin. He was the, you know, the the. Uh, Remember when Martin and them? I don't know if you watched Martin like that, but Martin. I did when they came and they. They went to that. Or well, no, they went to that bar or something like I think somebody took. Oh yeah, they were at the bar. They were all in the, the little person yeah, bar. Yeah, somebody had took one of them. Had took Tommy Girl, something like that. <laughs> yeah, they went to go. And they went to go beat. Yeah, he went. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he was one. He was one of the ones that was in the crew, man. And the man from Bad Santa. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. So. But. Um, but yeah, man, I, 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 I hate that. Yeah. He was, uh, born in Kingston, Jamaica. Um, yeah, man. And of course, you know, and, and you know, ghetto boys, they came out of Texas. So, you know, he was, I think H, of course he was transitioning to Texas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, feel, I think fifth ward, fifth ward of Houston. I think if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, but yeah, man, RIP to a legend. You had anything to, well, I do now rest in peace, uh, Bushwick. But, you know, speaking of, you know, giving people, like, their flowers and stuff while they here, I just need y'all to know that 11 years ago today, Lil Wayne released his sixth studio album, The Carter Three. I know we're not supposed to date things, but this is this is legendary here, okay? Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to leave y'all with a little positive word from the GOAT himself. Let Weezy Wee get up to the mic. This is the father of learning. I repeat, repetition is the father of learning. Intelligence, all that comes from repetition. Awareness, preparation, all that comes from repetition. Money, bitches, all that comes from repetition. Rotation, record spans, repetition. TV you hear that, awards, Repetition. Weezy M, baby. Man, I say that, baby. How many years you said? 11. I remember going to get that album. It was like number one the first week. Sold a million records. It was definitely platinum first week. Oh my gosh. I'm in late. I'm in late. Oh my God. Don't get me started on the album. So, anyways, people, that is it for us. Make sure y'all follow us on our social media. I wonder what Saucy gonna do on this on this tour. I don't know, but we will be reporting live from that venue. So y'all make sure y'all stay tuned. I'm gonna be geeking when we start making brother. announcements about the GOAT himself coming here to Atlanta. I'm like, wait, come back here and hit the blazes. Okay. We got about 10 of them back. <laughs>
But tell them about our social media, Brittany. Oh, yeah. Follow us on Instagram at Ada Podcast, A-D-A-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Follow us on our Twitter at underscore Ada Podcast, A-D-A-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. I think, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I hope y'all have a uh, great week. Um, y'all will hear, yeah, we record. I don't even know if y'all know this by now, but we record on Mondays usually for the most part. So we try to get this shit to y'all like Tuesday morning by the time y'all riding to work. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? Y'all hear this shit tomorrow. So y'all have a good rest of the week. Enjoy um, yourself. And yeah, be safe out there, man. Oh, that's what I meant to say. Be safe in these I want to say this real quick. Please be safe. Like, I had two fraternity brothers. One fraternity brother, he was walking on campus and, like, got smacked by a Georgia State Police uh, Department SUV. What? Yeah, like, just got hit by the car. Like, hit by the SUV. So this nigga ended up going to the hospital. He hurt. So I'm like, nigga, everything hurts on you. Like, Everything is broke. Like, get the check. Like, yeah, <laughs> run the money sad. up. But yeah, so Y'all but he no, but he he's he's uh, he's doing okay. Like, he's doing better, but he's still like kind of had like some scars and shit. So, and then I had another fraternity brother. Like, you know what I'm saying? He was driving and shit, bro. I'm talking about this man been talking about his dream car for the longest time was a Corvette. Finally got his Corvette. I don't I don't even think he had it a year, couple of months or whatever. Motherfucker, uh, during the weekend, a truck hydroplane, at, you, know, you know, it was raining during mm-hmm. the weekend, hydroplane at 70 miles per hour, hit his ass on the, on the, on the passenger side, and Did he knocked, make it? knocked him 60 miles per hour into the meeting. Yeah, he good. He's good. He walked out without a scratch on him. He good. But it's, it's, it's still just like, you know, you, you just, you got to take those moments in. It's like, damn, like, he really could have been gone. Like, a truck hitting you at 70 miles per hour. You in a vet, yeah. you know what I'm saying, and you you smack you smack you smack the concrete median at 60 miles per hour. So it's like, yeah, and at man. the same time, it's like you know he's like you know what I, I'm kind of upset that my dream car that might be total, but at the same time I can get another car. Yeah, he's still alive. So y'all do be careful out there, mm-hmm. and we will see y'all next week right here on another dope ass podcast. Y'all hold it down, man. Be safe. Bye.